0: Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Everod's Tiger, ADT Taxes, Peters Pizziera and Lusapool.com. special one this one this one's uh, based on brendan rogers uh, and i thought why not let's get a uh, a liverpool fan that's experienced brendan rogers firsthand on on his managing experience and just overall just what he's really like um today on the show i've got craig he's from anfield agenda uh, I'll, I'll get craig in in one second but uh, leicester won last night against brighton 2-1 and it's, it's finally happening, guys. We're finally turning things around. Um, the first time we've actually leaded a match since November at home. I, it's like a... oh, It was just re- relief. Relief. Right. I'll get Craig in anyway. Craig, are you there? I'm indeed, Lee. How are you, pal? Hi, mate. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you. How are you? Oh, mate. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm ecstatic about this, uh, this signing that we made yesterday. And it was a quick one as well. Puel out and Brendan Rogers in. It was almost as if they had it arranged, Lee. Uh, I think they did, mate. I really do. I see. I mean, I've seen a rumour uh, circulating around sort of like before Christmas time about Brendan Rodgers and Leicester. And uh, funny enough, the Celtic fans were jumping on it then saying, why would he leave it, you know, this historic club to go to that Tim pot club? You know, oh, 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 how wrong were they, eh?
2: Yeah, Rod Stewart isn't happy with you guys either. <laughs> Let's not forget about that one. <laughs>
1: Listen, this is what I would call 15 years plus of karma, mate, because they took Martin O'Neill. I was growing up as a kid, right? In the year 2000, it was. I was still I was only like 14, right? And it was some of our best years. And Martin O'Neill left to go Celtic, and it broke my heart. And we'd never been the same side since. We haven't. We haven't been the same side since Martin O'Neill left. We'd struggled to to get back to Premier League football and it took flipping forever. You know, it's took till twenty fourteen to really get going. So so I blame Celtic for misery and disruption in our club. So calm as a bitch.
2: It is. It can be. Do you know what? I want to ask you something actually on this. And you spoke about you going through 15 years of hurt, and then you had Ranieri bringing the league title. But I want to know how much did Nigel Pearson contribute to you guys winning that league title? Oh mate, we were
1: discussing this yesterday uh, on a podcast that uh, the, the 100% LFC team did, um, and I think I think it was really what it was is Ranieri's walked in, and he's just he's just guided the ship. He's not really done anything because he didn't get to sign anyone that season. I think the only player that he had any influence in signing, and I'm not even sure if this is true, but Kante was probably the only player that came in under Ranieri Um, The rest was all just based down on, you know, what Nigel Pearson did from the great escape season. So I I think in a few years' time, maybe in 10 years, 20 years' time, when this is legendary and, you know, and everyone relives it and looks back, maybe there will be some more info and some more truth to what really happened backstage, you know, the backstage politics of football. Because I'd love to get an insight as well myself. I'd love to see what really went down with Ranieri's team that, that season. What do, you, what, what do you think? Do you think it was Ranieri's you know, tinkering and his, the way that he likes to play with his fast counter-attacking stuff uh, that really guided us to the Premier League? Or do you think it was Nigel Pearson's side from the great escape that carried on the momentum for staying up that season and just carried it on?
2: I think you have to give credit to Pearson. You have to. He had the dressing room there. He had battlers. When you have battlers that managed to stay up, Those people have a psyche that's used to being in the trenches, which would have helped Claudio Ranieri. And as you said, Ranieri came in, he guided the ship, and nobody can ever take away that season that you guys had. There wasn't a fan outside of the teams you were challenging against who didn't want Leicester City to go and win that title. It was a beautiful story. One of the most renowned stories now, I suppose, in world sport. Um, It it was right. There was a film made about it, and rightly so, in Jamie Vardy's life. Um, Yeah, it was brilliant. It was so much fun. But you've got to give both credit. I I have to be honest.ly I think it was harsh, sacking Ranieri when he was sacked. But yeah, you know that's not my place to say. I don't know the ins and outs of the dressing room.
1: I think it was based on the fact that we didn't have the biggest squad, and we was doing Champions League football. Uh, it was a debut season in the Champions League, and we was doing really well there. You know, and I think all our assets and availability went into Champions League, and without realising we were slowly, slowly sloping down towards the bottom of the table in the Prem. And because, obviously, Leicester didn't have the biggest of squad, and we still don't, to be fair, I think that's took its toll on Ranieri's leadership. It's just unfortunate, but it's one of those things. I think football is a business these days, and sometimes you, you the, the businessmen that own these things, they have to take the emotion out and think about the money side of football, unfortunately.
2: That's true. Well, now you've got the manager with the second widest teeth in the Premier League. (laughs) Oh, mate, (coughs) you've
1: just done me there. Yeah, um, he's came in um, very quickly. Uh, it's 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 a shocker, really, for Celtic. Um, but it's not just him that's come. Uh, he's got he's he's brought his team with him. He's four horsemen with him, hasn't he? He's brought uh, Glenn Drisco, assistant manager Chris Davies, and first team uh, coach uh, Colo Torre as well, which you'll also know about.
2: Oh, I love me a bit of Colo. I'm telling you, you, you won't not like Colo Ture. You will smile every time that man's in front of a camera. Oh, mate, he's easy. He's at one point, probably one of the best defense. Would you say one of the best in the Premier League? Yeah, he was brilliant. Absolutely. But more than that, it's, he's a character and he will lift everybody's spirits around the club yeah well that's the thing Craig I thought maybe you know because Wes Morgan's
1: aging now in the squad and I thought maybe he'll get some sort of coaching role uh you know to do with like defending and stuff but now we've got Colo Torre sitting there in the,
2: in the back seats I don't think Wes Morgan's gonna be needed well you get to sing the song now don't you you get to give the old Colo Colo song which is well, always yeah. a plus I loved yeah. it when he was here
1: yeah, I mean, he's not going to play any games. I can't, I can't see him playing any games because he's, he said he was done, wasn't he? But he will be definitely coaching um, in, in some form, um, which is great. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a crazy setup. It's ten million pounds this deal for Brendan Rodgers till two thousand and twenty-two, June of two
2: thousand and twenty-two. Uh, two and a half year deal, though, by the sounds of it. Um, yeah. Look, I think that's just to make sure everybody's happy, really, isn't it? Just to make sure that Leicester aren't going to have to pay out maybe an extra two seasons of his contract if it doesn't work out for Brandon Rogers. I hate to say this, but it might give him an out as well. Yeah,
1: well, that's the thing, you know, that we've not kept a manager for longer than like 18 months now. That's the thing. It's not unusual, though, Lee. I know it's not. I know it's not. But for me, it is because I've sort of. Watch less than my my, my whole life, and we, you know managers have probably <laughs> this is the i think it's the Premier League that does this I think it's the Premier League that makes managers such a short term thing.
2: They're almost becoming like politicians. When politicians come in and they get elected, people always complain there's no long term thinking there, and that's because they're under pressure from the from day one. Uh, we're a bit we're a bit lucky here in that when Jurgen Klopp came in, he was given a six year deal after his first year, and he's trying to set us up for long term success. So we can see the sustainability project there. Hopefully, you get that with Brendan Rodgers. Hopefully, he gets his feet in under the table. Everybody's happy. Um, you guys start pushing up towards the European places. I will warn you, when you get into Europe, be careful of Brendan Rodgers. Other than that, you're in for a great ride. He's a fantastic manager. I don't care what people say about his time at Liverpool. He brought me one of my most entertaining seasons as a Liverpool fan. 13-14, seeing us play some of the best, most open, expansive attacking football since I'd seen, since maybe Roy Evans' time at Liverpool. It was brilliant. Yeah, that's the uh, the uh, Suarez-Storage combination, wasn't it? Suarez, Sturridge, Coutinho, Sterling it was sensational yeah. and yeah. people try and pin it all on Luis Suarez and say "Oh, it was all there but no he had to set up a system to get the most out of Luis Suarez yeah, I, I I agree, mate. Um, that always comes back to Leicester,
1: actually, uh, to do with Mares, Mares, Vardy, Mares, Vardy. But that the whole squad uh, when we won the Premier League was was functioning at a an alarming rate. It was ridiculous. Every every player peaked almost for me. Um, so yeah, I know what you mean. Um, sometimes players don't get the recognition for for the whole thing, and it seems to hang on like one or two names, and that's it.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, it, it is a bit of an insult to the rest of the squad and the rest it of is, the players as well. Um, it really is. Thankfully, at the moment, we are, and I hate to bring it back to Liverpool, but we've got a pretty good squad for, yeah. for the first time in a long time. Um, do you think, so do you, sorry,
1: I am going to ask you this um, why you're here, but uh, do you think you'll win the league this season?
2: Yes, 100%. Uh, I don't mean that to sound arrogant. I just feel, I always felt if we could get past the Manchester United game, it'd be top of the table. Look at it, 11 games to go, six at home. These next two games are big. If we get through this week, and manage to to eke out the six points. Manchester City put another 120 minutes in their legs in the cup final. Uh, They're without Fernandinho now. They're without Laporte. Tonight, they're still without. um, Who else are they without tonight? They are without Stones, and they're without Gabriel Jesus. And the games are coming taken fast, they're still in the FA Cup. And let's enough, people seem to think Manchester City are this invincible side. Well they aren't. Over Christmas no. period, over that ten games, they dropped twelve points, we dropped seven. Yeah, but we have we helped. We were, hope, being, we we were being called butlers. <laughs> we helped. They are calling us bottlers for some reason.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Leicester nicked three points from Man City as well, didn't they, over Christmas? Very much
2: appreciated, Lee. Very much
1: appreciated. <laughs> yeah. um, but going back to Brendan Rodgers, mate, um, what is he going to bring to Leicester's game? Because we, for the last probably, oh, I'd say 16 months since Puel walked in, Puel has slowed us down. He's made us play side to side. OK, he's gave us a few youngsters to, to think about. Um, he's, he's done a lot of that, uh, rotating and bringing a lot of youngsters in, which is great. And I think with Pure, although he's not succeeded at Leicester, I do say he's improved the squad before he came in. I think he has improved it slightly.
2: But what are we expecting Brendan Rodgers to do at Leicester City? youngsters that you spoke about, you, you can expect Brandon Rodgers to bring their game on to another level. He's used to working and developing kids. He did it at Chelsea. He brought through players at Liverpool as well. He, he made Raheem Sterling. Well, he helped Raheem Sterling to become the footballer that he is now. Obviously, Pep Guardiola had a big say in that as well. But there was a reason Manchester City spent so much money to buy him from Liverpool. Yes, yeah. I think he will bring James Madison on to another level. And James Madison... For a lot of Liverpool fans, believe it or not, he looks like the one that might have gotten away because we were linked with him uh, when he was at Norwich. He had an injury and I don't know if that was why we stepped away or if Leicester always had a deal set up there. But Leicester pulled the trigger, they went and got him and he looks like a very, very promising player in a position that we pretty much need somebody in. It's funny that you mentioned James Madison because I, I, I'm
1: starting to feel like this is cliche on these podcasts and I bet the listeners are also thinking the same thing. But everyone I talk to that's like an away perspective that's not a Leicester fan brings James Madison up. He's the first player that gets brought up every time.
2: Why? Why is that? Why? Why do you bring James Madison up out of everyone straight away? I don't know. I think it's because I've only seen Leicester a handful of times this season, really. And when I have, James Madison has impressed. Um, Tamari Gray is another good attacking yeah. player, of course, as well. I, I've never got Kylie Inacho. I'm not going to lie. I've never no, understood I... the appeal of him what, whatsoever. No, we don't uh, it's just <laughs> I think we're kind of semi-brainwashed as well, Lee, into hyping up UK-based players or UK nationality players as well. So maybe Madison does have a little bit of that about him.
1: Yeah, OK. I, I, I get what you mean there. And I think that someone ans- else answered that was that he's a young, promising English prospect. Uh, well, bear but... in mind,
2: I'm Irish. So I've got
1: I know, no... I know. I know. But still, you know, UK based home sort of grown talents,
2: always good to see. Absolutely. Um, and you let's say, for instance, the worst came to the worst in two years time and he moved on. You can be guaranteed a massive transfer fee for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's just—he looks good. Um, I gotta say, we looked good last night, even though I think Pure was technically still playing last night, even though he weren't there because it was still very side to side and quite slow
2: at times. Uh, I feel and, bad actually. I, I should have mentioned the one that was top of my list, and I, I just blanked. It's Ben Chilwell. <laughs> ben Chilwell. Yeah, yeah, name That should have came up. Oh, that was, that's <laughs> who I was bringing up next.
1: Was uh, he's been linked to Liverpool on on a couple of times, right? Numerous occasions.
2: Funnily enough, wonder Brendan Rogers. Um, oh, oh really Rogers was as when those links started yeah uh, we ended up a couple of seasons later going and getting Andrew Robertson and we wouldn't change him for the world he is an outstanding fullback but there is no denying that Ben Chilwell just continues to progress and progress and I think you guys are, oh, I don't want to be mean and say are going to struggle to keep hold of him but oh we will yeah, yeah there will come a time where his quality will deserve to be at the highest level now Brendan Rogers might get you guys up into the European positions and everything could be good but Ben Chilwell looks a real real talent Yeah, he he does. And and we've discussed
1: this as well before um, about Harry Maguire, Ben Chilwell, Damari Gray, uh, these English players that at the end of the day, there's always seems to be like a a, more of a price tag on English players because you have to play English players in the Premier League now. Um, So I am a bit worried that we're going to lose some of these players. But that was before, you know, that was before Brendan Rodgers walked in. Now Brendan Rodgers has walked in. I think there's a good chance that we could Look at going and pushing for some sort of Europe football. Not, might probably leaving it to a bit too late this season now, but next season
2: I think we could really do some damage. One thing I'll, I'll I won't say warn you about with Brendan Rodgers, but he isn't adverse to throwing players under a bus just to, to save himself um, or other people. for, oh, for that really? that's, Yeah, that that's he did it with Colin Pascoe, his assistant manager at Liverpool. Um, he's done it with a couple of players as well. He is a bit of what we would call in Ireland a, a mayfainer, which means somebody that looks out for themselves. But in, in saying that, look, everybody's a survivalist, I suppose, deep down. Yeah,
1: OK. Uh, about Brendan Rodgers and, and Liverpool fans, Um. Uh, I know that obviously he left, blah, 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 blah. But do you, is there still like a feeling of like, yeah, he was good when we enjoyed him while he was here. And he, and he's, is he still respected by Liverpool fans or...?
2: It's probably a 50-50 split. There were some strange decisions like not playing Stephen Gerrard away against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu, which is just something that Liverpool fans just can't forgive. (laughs) Um, I think from a league perspective, Liverpool fans, we're unhappy that we didn't win the league, but lucky he got us there. I I think it's a real 50-50 split. Now, bear in mind that sometimes our fan base are impossible. You just cannot win. I mean, Klopp has them doubters as a minute in our fan base. So that just well, gives you an example of what you're dealing with.
1: <laughs> That's unbelievable, especially going into potentially winning the Premier League for the first time. I can't see why any fan would want him out. It doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah, and one thing you'll get as well, Brendan Rogers, is he through his time at Chelsea and working with younger footballers, you will have good links there to up-and-coming young footballers, particularly in the UK, so you already seem to have your finger on that pulse with Madison and that, but it's another thing to to look out to. And What I would say is a downside of Brendan Rogers, and I don't know if this will affect Leicester, is when he was at Liverpool, he didn't really have that, that appeal to attract the top players in Europe. Now, our club wasn't in a position then where we probably deserved those players to be coming in, but you know, when your clock came in, we did start to see a difference in the calibre of football that we were able to attract.
1: Yeah, well, I'm just going to take a quote, actually, just just it's, it's based on what uh, a legend in your game, uh, Jamie Carragher, has said uh, today in The Telegraph. He's put, I have to admit, being saddened for the Scottish game this, that this has happened there was a time when it would have been inconceivable like a club of Celtic size and history would lose a manager to someone like Leicester City. This is not meant as a disrespect to Leicester, but Celtic are a world-renowned football club with an extraordinary fan base. Strange move by Brendan Rodgers. Do you, do you think it's a strange move by Brendan to leave uh, an established... Probably the technically the biggest side in Scotland, always getting Champions League football. Do you think it's a bit of a, a strange one for Brendan to leave such a, a staple place for himself? Easy, I suppose it's easy role for himself to just sit in and go to something creative and ambitious like Leicester City Football Club at the minute.
2: There's a couple of ways of looking at this. You'll get, and I'm, I've no love of, of Celtic Rangers or any Scottish football. I'm Irish people assume I support Celtic. I don't care about Scottish football one bit. Um, <laughs> People will say, you'll get the, the people that will say he's running because Stephen Gerrard took over at Rangers. I don't buy that. I don't buy that one bit. Uh, I just think it was a good opportunity. I think he looked at drawing attention to himself, uh, progressing his coaching career, because with all best intentions, he wasn't really supported that well by the board up at Celtic. He made that known time and again. And he obviously spoke to the owners at Leicester, liked what they had to say knows that it's a club there that has a good eye in them around the world. They were Premier League champions. They played the Champions League recently. And there's only so far you can go with Celtic, with all due respect to Celtic fans. It's a wonderful, Mm, wonderful club. It is a wonderful club. The fan base is amazing. Uh, Celtic Park is a fantastic stadium. I don't mean to underplay how good Celtic is but at the same time there are levels between the Scottish Premier League and the Barclays Premier League and yeah, he def- wants to be back in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. I just hope don't I just hope he doesn't use Leicester as a stepping stone. Um I, I, that's that's what I'm getting from Celtic fans is that he's using Leicester as a stepping stone to get back into the Premier League for a a, a real top six side. Um which which is uh, I don't know how, how I'm looking at that um, maybe if we, if we don't do well we're under him, maybe maybe it's true. Maybe you will jump onto someone, you know, maybe Tottenham Hotspur or not yourselves, because I think you'll be sticking with Klopp for the far, far future, right?
2: Absolutely. I don't see Klopp going anywhere for three, four more years, and then people are looking at Stephen Gerrard long term. Now obviously that depends on how he gets on. Um but Brendan Rogers at Leicester. I don't think you have to worry too much, to be fair, because it's in his interest for Leicester to, su- to succeed as well. And he's not going to be poached unless he's doing a good job. And if he's doing a good job, your club are going to be in a good place because you're guaranteed a mid-table finish at worst as things stand with the squad that you have. So I think Rodgers will have spoken to the owners. He may have even given them some transfer targets. He may have a scouting team looking at that already. Yeah. Um, Spurs, yeah, look, Pochettino is going to be headhunted. There's no two ways about that. Real Madrid want Pochettino. That's been an open shooter for a long <laughs> that's time. Why I, that's why I name dropped Spurs a minute ago. <laughs> um, if, if Spurs did come from, you, you may have a problem. Mm. Um, I, I'm not being horrible. I'm just trying to be realistic because the new stadium, uh, yeah. top level football. I don't think yeah. they will. To be fair, I don't think yeah, Spurs. Yeah. Well, I've for said
1: that Leicester fans don't particularly like Spurs. To be quite honest, I don't really know many fans that do. But uh... <laughs> uh,
2: I, I just dislike the fact they're trying to create this rivalry that only exists in their head with Liverpool fans because we don't. They're irrelevant to us. What I'll do. Oh, fans. they do that with you as well.
1: They do that with us.
2: <laughs> they're, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We, our rivals are Manchester United and Everton, and it is that is it. End of.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it just must be a Spurs thing then, because they. I don't think they particularly like us either. I think that's probably because we obviously won the Premier League, and they didn't.
2: It's like uh, it's like <laughs> they they don't have a club to go up against. You know, there's no other club in North London for them to be mm. you know po- pointing all their anger towards. Oh, they're playing it this week, actually, aren't they? Yes, I think they. Uh, what is it? When is it this weekend
1: that they've got each other?
2: Yeah, it's um, Banter FC versus the Perennial Bottlers. That's <laughs> <laughs> the, this is why I asked you to
1: come on because you've got some good bands. Um, now you uh, you host uh, a, a YouTube channel, right? I'm just going to plug you if that's all right. Um, where can well, we thanks. find where where can we find you? Where can we find you, Kay?
2: Uh, just search Anfield Agenda on YouTube. We're also on Twitter, at Anfield Agenda. Instagram, same, at Anfield Agenda. Um, we do nightly streams around 10pm, match day watch-alongs for all the Liverpool games, transfer videos. Uh, we, we reach out to some other channels as well. We've done stuff with uh, your friend, Anthony, before. We've done yeah, stuff with Mark Goldberg recently. See. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was on the United Stand this week. I had Mark Aldrich over on our channel, and we're just trying to—we're a new channel. We're less than a year old. We're trying to forge our way in a really busy marketplace and just reach out, get to know people. And it's been a good year. We're just about to hit ten thousand subs within our first year, and I'm delighted with that. Yes, but
1: you keep growing, mate. You're doing really well. I've watched a few of your stuff, um, watched bits and bobs, and I've got to say, some good stuff. You're doing some good stuff out over there, at the Anfield Agenda. Make sure you follow them, guys, and make sure you check them out on YouTube and subscribe. Right, thanks for coming on, Craig. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, hopefully, we could maybe do a video together or something at some point.
2: Be my pleasure, mate. Anytime.
1: All right, thank you, Craig, for coming on evening i'll see you wednesday night guys make sure you follow us and subscribe to these platforms on itunes and soundcloud and i shall see you on the next podcast after the game cheers guys see you soon
0: the Talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with free from mental health awareness week this year we understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing but rest assured you're not alone Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.